0: what's up everybody i'm tyler
1: i'm lucas and i'm chris
0: we're better than static we meet up once a week and talk about movies comics and video games
1: i don't i don't want to talk about that
0: what why, why are you complaining about all the topics i bring up i'm trying to sound professional chris
1: but we're not that good
0: we we are too good we may not be great but we are better than static
1: You guys can hit up iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and YouTube to check us out.
0: Remember back in the day, watching Nickelodeon back in its prime time? And I'm speaking to you as a 30-year-old, so back to the mid to early 90s. Watching shows like Double Dare, Nickelodeon Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple and my personal favorite, Nick Arcade, hosted by Phil Moore. Phil is a veteran when it comes to working in the television industry as a host, a writer, a producer, and so much more. Now his son is working in that industry and working with various YouTube personalities as well. And really, that's what we discuss on this episode. Phil joins me, and we chat about that, about how Nickelodeon is making a comeback, bringing back uh, shows that were of the past to modern day, and how Utz Potato Chips is the king of chips. Well, in my opinion, the king of chips. So, sit back, chill out, open a fresh bag of Old Bay seasoned Utz Potato Chips, maybe a tasty cake, and uh, enjoy this chat with Fillmore. Phil, thank you yes. so much for uh, coming on and, and wanting to do Parent Quest with
1: me. Um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It sounds like a video game in which mommies and daddies have to go out and conquer something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of the premise of the show. Um, and to be honest, uh, you are one of the first guests that I've had on, and you have no idea how excited I am just to you know, have you on to chat. You've got such a history when it comes to working in... The industry and working with video games and TV, and, and I know that you're a father as well. So, this is just totally cool, and I really appreciate the time that you're taking to hop on here with well, me. It's
1: my, it's, it's my absolute pleasure. It's funny that um, we're having this conversation and you're talking about, like, you know, parent things too. Because I literally, my son and I just parted ways because I got into town and he treated me to taking me to Disneyland just to kind of like reprogram me and get me back in the mode of like just kind of fun mode. And uh, and we literally just left each other. Uh, and uh, and I'm talking to you as I uh, I ride home. But um, I, you know what? When I have time and when I can squeeze in, it's uh, it's, it's it's always a blast, man. So let's. Um, I'm ready to, to, to do this. Okay.
0: Awesome. Uh, this is probably gonna be a pretty laid back conversation. So just kind of open as we go on. Um, okay. And I've been seeing you on the webs, uh, and you've had your hands <laughs> full with Utz chips. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I, In other words, you're trying to figure out what's Utz with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I was uh, I was in Baltimore for the last week, week and a half, and there's a brand back east called Utz, and like, they're out of Hanover, Pennsylvania, and they make cheese doodles and cheese balls. Okay, out of all the chips they have though, they have different flavors. They've got the sour cream and onion. They've got the barbecue, but out of all of them, the king of them all is the Old Bay season, crab chip. You know, being from Maryland, yeah. crab crab cakes, it's a big thing. And, I'm, and, and, and I can't find them here. And I know people like like, well, you can order them, you can buy them. I really don't like ship food. I know a lot of people do. It's, so, it's sort of weird for me. But when I'm there, I'm, I'm stacking up and snacking up.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree with you. And so we moved from like Annapolis area back in 99. And uh, I, I was young then. And I remember my father speaking. He, he said, you know, there are no better chips than Utz chips, especially the Old Bay seasoning.
1: No, utz chips and then Tasty Cakes. You ever heard of Tasty Cakes? No. Uh-uh. Okay, it's like little snack cakes. Like they make little chocolate cupcakes. They make the butterscotch crumpets. They make the lemon and apple and cherry pies. They're just like little snack cakes. You buy them, like, as you're checking out of the store. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> tasty Cakes and Utz. Maybe it just reminds me of home. You know, because I was born and raised in Baltimore. It yeah. just reminds me of home.
0: So, Tasty Cake. So that, that is something we're we'll going to have to keep an eye out next time I visit Oh yeah, over there. Um, so I guess we could say, hands down, Old Bay is the best Uts uh, potato chip. Maybe the best potato chip.
1: Oh, it, I don't know about... I tell you, it's personal choice. It's like... It's like... Uh, I don't know. It's like sometimes you may have a movie that's, that you watch all the time. But then you have that favorite that is like that, that hits that spot. Yeah, that's what it does. Okay. I don't. I can't really say it's the best ever, but when it's around and when you want to have like when you want to treat yourself, mm. that's what I go to when it comes to snacks.
0: Okay. <laughs> so for all the listeners here that don't know what Uts is, uh, you need to drive out, drive out east and get, get a bag of <laughs> Uts, and then drive out further U-T-Z. east and get, yeah, <laughs> and get the Old Bay that's seasoning. Like you
1: Oh yeah, yeah, man, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: so so you've been part of the TV film industry for a long time, and personally, for me, like you're a huge icon dating back to Nick Arcade. I mean, it's it can go without saying that that you're part of one of the the greatest video game shows of all time. Um, and you're oh man, you're still grinding today, man.
1: Oh, oh yeah, still doing it. Um, it's interesting, it's amazing. Like um, uh, for the last couple of years, I've been Back at Nickelodeon, uh, but this time working as a producer on a bunch of shows, um, and it's uh, it's really great. I mean, uh, a lot of stuff is coming back now, um, not just in front of the camera, but even behind the camera. I mean, the new president of Nickelodeon uh, is a guy named Brian, who was part of the team that created all that Kenan and Kel and the Amanda show. He worked as a producer on it um, back then, but now he's the president of Nickelodeon. You know, you have uh, Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell, who were young child actors on a show, but now they are the co-executive producers of the new All That. Um, you've got, you know, people like myself that used to host and be on camera, and now we are, you know, sort of taking the helm and um, being part of the new creative team that's developing stuff for the next generation. So it is kind of interesting how um, Nickelodeon has not forgotten the people that... Um, Were iconic back in the day in other areas, Um, just like anything, just like we all should be. You grow up, you get more skill sets, the more you work, the more you learn, and you should be able to come back to the table and and, um, add those skills to what you already have and, um, you know, bring something uh, different to the table. And it seems like that's what Nickelodeon is doing right now. So uh, I really appreciate the, the fact that they're opening up these doors and going in that direction.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool to see like Nickelodeon all together taking the forefathers of the, the network and kind of just bringing them together to continue building that network and progressing it. That that's so cool it, to see.
1: Yeah. I mean it's not like, like just a reboot. Look, we all are living in a world of like reboot after reboot right. after remake after reboot. But it's not that. It's like like I'm not working on anything as a reboot, but like you said, part of the generation that were like the forefathers, like the founding mothers and fathers of 90s Nickelodeon. Um, and whether they're working on a total, complete reboot, like all that, or just working on something entirely different, like what I'm doing, um, is the fact that we were there in the core days, in, the, in the, what they call the golden era. Uh, I didn't call it that, but that's what people are calling it. And, um, you know, we've all grown up with the times, we've all grown up with the tech, but we all remember what the heart of Nickelodeon was, because it's, what, it's our foundation. So we're bringing that sort of old school mentality into today's sense sensibility and tech yeah. and, and trying to make new stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I totally see that. And for you, you know, uh, recently I saw a post with you and Kel. With him dressed up uh-huh. in his garb. Yeah. I mean like like for you, how does that how does that make you feel just to see some of that nostalgic like those characters come back to life um, that were it, back it, in the nineties.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really great. Um, that particular picture that you saw was, uh, I'm working on a new show, producing a new show for Nickelodeon called Ryan's Mystery Playdate. Mm-hmm. And uh, on that particular show, I'm sort of, kind of like, you know, I'm sort of the old guy with a bunch of uh, 30-somethings who all grew up as 90s kids. And so it's interesting, like, it's no name dropping. I have kept in touch with, with a lot of the people that were, you know, on camera back in the day. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Mark Summers. I'm friends with Michael Malley. Kurt Fogg came out to dinner the other day and surprised a buddy of mine because it was his birthday. Um, you know, we, we keep in touch. I mean, people from shows like, you know, um, uh, what's the dude? Um, on some shorts. I mean, I'm friends yeah. with a couple of the, the cast members from that show. It's like, we, we, just know each other. It's, it's not like anything crazy. We all used to work at the same place. We went there every single day for years, and, and we've kept in touch. Yeah. And um, it's really cool. I ended up just kind of arranging for my, my colleagues and staff members to come out to a taping of of the new All That. And because I know the people that are creating the show and, of course, you know, Kel Mitchell, we can kind of do that extra one-on-one and get to meet everybody and sit down and talk and kind of go backstage and, and rub elbows with everybody. Just not, not again, not throwing any weight around. It's just, those are just my dudes. I just know them. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and so it was kind of a fun little treat, but it's a, it's a, look, I love the fact that they are finding ways to incorporate some of the things that everybody found uh, iconic now um, and mixing it in with an incredibly talented new cast yeah. and doing some new stuff, something fresh mixed with something. I mean, that's the ultimate thing. It's like, I, I hate that, that line in The Last Jedi, you know, throw, throw out the old, kill it if you have to. Yeah. Well, no, then you ain't learned nothing. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. You take, You learn from the old and then bring your skill sets to it to create your new thing. And that's what I love is going on right
0: now. Yeah, yeah, I I love seeing that as well. Like one hundred percent. So, I mean, you you could say that you've got your roots set into, uh, uh, working behind the screen, working in front of the screen, and and now that you know you've been a father for I mean I don't know how old David is now, but for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how how have you seen that like influence him over time because he is he seems like he's getting his foot in the door as far as getting uh his 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 vlogs and stuff yeah yeah yeah
1: no he's doing his thing he works in the business he primarily works uh in film um and he does a lot of stuff uh with uh, a lot of these youtube stars that have these you know viral channels that everybody knows and have millions of subscribers um and so he's doing his thing behind the scenes i mean his ultimate goal is to be a director so that's where he's sort of planning his his feet um it's interesting i mean um, I, I guess it would be a better question to really ask him but you know we have discussed it you know from time to time and of course people ask him like what was it like and you know being my son and having grown up in this and honestly, I mean, I, I love his answer. For him, it's just every day. Mm-hmm. It's like for everybody else, it's like, "Ooh, tell us a story." And he's like, "Well, you know, Dad, saved some Sony belts and breath thing." I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> for him, it's just it's just day to day. It's not really what can I, what knowledge can I gain from Yoda, Father? It's yeah. not what he's doing. He, you know, we, we he just goes by his day to day. Hopefully. Um, you know, with respect to him as a professional in this industry, um, he has picked up some things just from observation. I think that a lot of times you know, parents go out of the way to try to teach their kids something, but the biggest lessons that they learn are from the things we're not trying to teach them. They're just watching what we do, and they're actually watching how we behave. We can sit down and lecture them all day long, but the things they walk away remembering is when we weren't trying to give them a lesson on what to do, they watch how we handle the situation, they watch what we did. And, um, I think that, you know, as a professional uh, businessman in the industry, um, kind of to watch and he's learned from that. Uh, and not just from me, but from a lot of people. Um, you know, of course, from time to time, I'll give them little insights about things to kind of give them one up. Because sometimes in this business, you'll be, in any business, you'll watch somebody do a thing and that's how they did it. And if they're your colleagues and people that are your age, you think, well, that's how it's done. But then every now and then you see somebody excel and sometimes, if I, I see something, uh, you know, I'm trying to point out, hey, the reason why this person sort of has an up on them is because they are they approach it this way, and it may be something that I have done or something that I um, uh, have seen someone else do. But for the most part, you know, I think he's just lived it. it it's not an, he's, he's been in it. When I first got the job hosting Nick Arcade, that was the first television show I ever did, and I think David was maybe three years old. You know, so mm-hmm. it's been a part of his DNA. It isn't like a Ooh, I, wow thing. It literally is just what dad does and what he was around. And, you know, going to a party and there's 30 different national television stars in the room with him. is just it's just just another just another Tuesday.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: yeah. <laughs> Michael Malley came out. Uh, Michael Malley, uh, who is gone on to do tremendous things, playwright, T V star, um, television executive producer, uh, everything. Um but he came out to the set one day and I sent, you know, David a text, a picture going, Hey Mike came by to to see a taping of the, the show I'm working on. And and everybody was everybody was tripping because they were like, Oh my gosh, he was like, How's Uncle Mike doing? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh him, we'll no, <laughs> Mike has known David since David was three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like literally that it, it's just is what it is it's no it's kind of no big deal so you know I think he's adjusted really well he is to become his own his own man and his own um, professional in his business and um, he's doing a lot of things and being younger than I am he's more ingrained in the uh, world of social media and YouTube so he literally at times when I look at him and I have to ask him questions if I'm trying to do something and uh, from time to time, I, I've been asked to work on projects that were, say, you know, YouTube channel things and um, or how to promote it using social media. Um, so I think it's kind of cool if you have some great foundation and you are like, I don't know, of the age in which you grew up in this era of social media. I think you have the best of both worlds. I think that sometimes what happens, people are too far one way or too far another. Um, so I think he's
0: got a really good handle on being that mix of both, yeah um, which kind of leads to to the next question you mentioned you asked him about different things with with YouTube and stuff with you working more for television and it sounds like he's working more for youtube and and different people within YouTube like are there stark contrasts between the two different types of of media that you guys work in like are there things that 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 you were able to tip off to each other to help each other like progress through through well, each side yeah, of the industry. I
1: mean, well, I, it, it, the thing that's different about uh, the two branches is that, that one is um, I, I don't want to say this wrong. One is both both sides have the exact same thing. You have personalities and you have talent. Both require personalities and talent. However, I think one side leans more, if you had a pendulum, it leans more to the side of talent-driven um, content. And the other leans more toward personality-side content. YouTube, you can be a talented person, but it's more of your personality that makes you a YouTube success. And on television, you can have a great personality, some other talented sort of skill sets that help propel your success. Um So I I would say that that's the biggest difference in the two, and when we find ourselves crossing over and dipping our toe into the other person's pool, uh, we can, you know, chat about certain things we've learned based on our experience in the various formats. Nice. And share that information.
0: Nice. Uh, That's actually really cool how how you're able to um, kind of discuss that information together with each other. So, like, as, as a father seeing your son grow up, in modern day right now and seeing him uh, progress and, and work his way into eventually being a director. I mean, like, how does that make you feel personally?
1: Well, um, I, I like the fact that, um, uh, you know, well, on, the, on one side, this business is a, it's just a gamble. It is just the roll of the dice. So a part of me always is aware of how fickle this industry can be um so the thing that really kind of gives me the the best joy is when i see him doing those things to make him more ingrained in how the industry works and doing what he can to keep sort of a a one-up or a leg up on what's going on um because that's really the best way to succeed, not just in this business, but in any business, you not only have to know the business, but you actually have to know how the business works. Um, there's some people that, um, are better at knowing how the business works. And they kind of remind me of Ari on the TV, on the TV show. Um, mm. the, the, uh, the entourage, mm-hmm. you know, they've got like they've got sort of the the wheeling and dealing going on. Um, But if you ask them to pick up a camera or do a thing, they may not be able to do it. Then you have the other people who are geniuses, but they haven't learned how the business side works. There's so many... I've read brilliant scripts, and I've listened to uh, people who could, you know, uh, act their way and and make Meryl Streep cry, but they're not learning how to make themselves... um, They're not learning how to traverse... The waves of the business, so they're just a super incredible, incredible talent person at home, you know, mm-hmm. and and so, um, so, how does it make me feel watching a minute? It it makes me apprehensive, but it also makes me hopeful because I see him constantly trying to keep one foot up. And I mean, it's interesting. It could be any parent can say that about any kid doing anything, even if they weren't in a similar type career field. You want to make sure that, you know, if I was, uh, if I worked at Walmart, and my son was trying to be, uh, a used car salesman, I would go, wow, used car salesman is very strict. Make sure that you're up on your game and you know how to do it and you're personable and you know the ins and outs. No, it, it works for anything. Mm-hmm. It works for anything. You want mm-hmm. to make sure that they are helping to perfect their craft so that their job is a career. And there's a difference between a job and a career. And, um, so that's what it is. I'm, 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 I I'm. I get a good feeling when I see uh, steps taken toward making this thing that he does a, a viable career. Nice. Nice. Uh,
0: uh, you know, I was thinking after seeing the research of, of all that coming back onto Nickelodeon and, and you're working more with Nickelodeon here lately, uh, is it is it safe to say that we might see a resurgence of Nickelodeon shows making a comeback? Like old school Nickelodeon yes. shows? Okay.
1: Oh, look, I don't know if you've got the word already, but Blue's Clues is coming back. Oh, I didn't know that. They've already no. been shooting. Oh yeah, they're already shoot they've already shot a bunch of episodes of Blue's Clues. So Blue's Clues is definitely definitely coming back. There's always been talk about doing a um, a uh, sort of a Avengers style movie which mixes, like, Rugrats and um, uh, Ralph Thorberries and other Monsters, like, all coming together in a movie. Um, uh, with respect to some other TV shows, um, I know that theres there's been talk about trying to maybe do Guts again. Um, and, of course, you know, the fan favorite is... Uh, I, I don't, it's really interesting. The fan favorite out of all of these shows, say, outside of Double Dare... Which, of course, you know, already did come back. Um, people talk about um, legends of the hidden temple. Right. Uh, uh, it's, it was, it's interesting. The the elements of that. Um, it's interesting. It's, it's it feels like if you took a puzzle game, like a puzzle board game, and mixed it with like st- stunts from Survivor.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know. So you you hear rumblings in the in the wings here, and at this point, I've decided nothing's impossible. Because I actually remember having lunch one day with Mark Summers, and we just both had done a like a comic con, a comic con type convention, and we were talking about like the experience and meeting the fans now, and how awesome it is that like everybody's grown up, but they still have a love for the shows, and they come now with their kids, and they've been watching the reruns and stuff, and you know, it just it gives us joy. I actually say like the best words I ever hear anybody say is. You, you were my childhood oh, it's like it's you know such a great feeling but one of the things we kind of tell them sometimes is oh my gosh but they're always asking us about our shows coming back mm-hmm. like we don't own our shows you know we don't own them so we can't we can't make anything yeah you know? when I say we can't make it we can discuss it with folk we can petition them to maybe do it but at the end of the day we ultimately don't make the final decisions. Because it's not ours, yeah. You know, um, it's like, you know, you can't make a decision about my car, no matter how much you like it. It's my car. I can do what I want. With yeah. It, you know, and you can talk all day long about how much you really like my car,
0: but it's your car. But yo,
1: it's my car. Yeah. And I'll do what I want with it. And so that's kind of like how it is. Like, I use that, I used to actually use that example to try to explain it to people because they have a tendency to be upset about it because. It's not that I'm not giving you the answer that you want. I'm just right. keeping it real. That's that's the reality of it. I don't own my show. And, yeah. and, and Mark and I were one day talking about, you know, people, you know, having such a love for these shows that they, they really, like, are emphatic about us bringing it back. And um, we both kind of said, you know, nobody at the top levels are interested in doing these shows again. Yeah. And within a year... Double Dare was back on the road, on the on the road and on the air, and Mark was a part of it. And so then we had a lunch another time, and we sat down and went, "Remember when we said it's never going to happen?" <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, never say never, man. Never say never." <laughs> so at this point, I, I literally stop and say, "There's been no talk about that I've heard of about any of these other game shows, but anything is possible. Anything is possible. I mean, when we were shooting, we were on the lot." shooting the show that I'm working on now and right across from us is the sound stage where raven Simone is shooting Raven's Home. And again, that was, you know, if you had told her, if you had asked her like five years ago, hey, is that so Raven ever going to come back? She would have looked at you and said, absolutely not. But here she is now shooting The Thing again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the new version of the show again. And she would never, ever, had said, yeah, if you had asked her five years ago. So I've kind of reached the point where, okay, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, and, and, <laughs> Absolutely anything is possible. But nothing's being discussed. Right, nothing's right. Nothing's being discussed, but anything is possible. Well,
0: that's, that's. I mean, just to h- hear that alone, it's, it's reassuring. And and I'm not going to say anything in particular on here, but if the world's greatest video game show came back on air, you would hear a scream of joy across the country
1: <laughs> well look I, no, I have to say though that um, seriously with today's technology being what it is in the world of video gaming um, I mean even I mean, if Jimmy Fallon can do a, a, a game in which you're doing chopping stuff with a lightsaber yeah. and you can see the person with the goggles on but the audience could actually see them on a green screen and it looks totally immersive 3D almost holographic and they can just do that for like a little bit on a talk show. Um, there's no reason why we couldn't do an absolutely make your mouth drop incredible 2019 version of Nick Arcade. Yeah. It, it's like, it, out of to me, out of all of the shows that have been around, it is the one that is best suited to utilize the technology that exists today out of all of them. It's like, it's the one that says I'm made for today's tech. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I, I couldn't agree with you anymore because especially with how big streaming online is now and people watching people play video games online, like you could, uh-huh. the, the possibilities are endless.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's great seeing Double Dare again. I mean, it's right. absolutely a joy to watch the show and if they brought back guts, Watching a new set of kids, you know, climb the agro crack and compete in competitive sports in the extreme arena, that would just be incredibly mind blowing. But, but it would, it would, it would be newer versions of the same games utilizing sort of the same sort of apparatus. You know, you get in a pool, you climb a this, you jump from here to there, just like with Double Dare. It's different games, but you're, still getting pie you're still getting slime and it's still all the wonderful fun with brand new games yeah but like but like a 21st century version of nick arcade would look like nothing we've ever seen before Mm -hmm. um because it's a show that is totally built off of technology and the tech has exploded exponentially now and that's that's what's exciting about that it's tech like we've never seen before that's happening right now. And gameplay is not the same as gameplay used to be. So I don't know. It, uh, you know, We'll see what happens. Like I said, I'm not saying never anymore.
0: <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> Phil, it's been such a pleasure having you on here, man. Um, my, my pleasure. Absolutely. So where can people find you online uh, uh, and keep up? to date with the latest projects that you are associated with?
1: Well, you know, all the social stuff. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at philmore uh, for u that's P-H-I-L M-O-O-R-E that's P-H-I-L-M-O-O-R-E, the number four and the letter U. Um, that's my Instagram and my Twitter. And then I have a Facebook fan page that is simply my name, Phil, and then more. And if you're not sure if it's me, well, the cover page is uh, <laughs> a set of Nick Arcade and the little... Um, the little uh, cover picture of me is what Robot Chicken did. Robot Chicken did two uh, parodies of Nick Arcade, and I actually won in and I voiced myself. And so the little character, instead of being an actual picture of me, it's the Robot Chicken version of me. That so, is <laughs> you, awesome. You can't miss it. Yeah. That's on Facebook. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, again, I appreciate you coming on here, man. And hopefully we can have you again on in the future, maybe catch up with you, see where you're at, and uh, chat with you.
1: Oh, anytime. Hey, listen, fingers crossed. Hopefully the next time we're talking, we're talking about Dick Arcade 2020. I hey, I, how about I hope
0: that? I hope so. And and you know what? That that could be the uh uh this this episode of Parrot Quest could be the drop for that show. Boom. So,
1: that's it. I, <laughs> <laughs> we put it out there to the universe now. Yeah, buddy. All right,
0: man. Thank you very right. much and uh have a good evening.
1: You too. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. Take care. All right, bye. Bye-bye.
0: So there you have it. The myth, the man, the legend, Fillmore. Uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on to Parent Quest. And uh, hopefully we can reconnect again in the future. For anyone uh, that wants to keep up with Fillmore, do as he said. Just head on over to Twitter, Facebook and uh check out his social media uh to see what he's getting his hands into and and hopefully in the future we'll see uh, maybe some new great nickelodeon classics coming out and uh what you can do for me right now what I, a huge favor would be head on over to itunes or facebook either one leave me a five-star review tell me what you thought about the show and, um, yeah, just, uh, any, any way to support Parent Quest would be amazing. Uh, you can also head on over to Anchor, uh, where this show is published on, and you can leave me a voice message, ask me a question, um, tell me something about yourself, something that can be discussed on the show that I could talk with, uh, other guests about. Um, so head on over to anchor.fm parentquest slash parent Uh... Other than that, guys, gals, children, everyone, thank you all for listening. And until next week, this parent quest has been completed.